Hello, my name is Shelly and welcome to my podcast. Hi everyone, I hope everyone is doing well. Tonight we'll be reading from Ellen G. White's book. She's my favorite author and the title of the book is From Here to Forever. I'll be reading chapter 1, A Forecast of the World's Destiny. From the crest of Olivet, Jesus looked upon Jerusalem. In full view were the magnificent buildings of the temple. The setting sun lighted up the snowy whiteness of its marble walls and gleamed from golden tower and pinnacle. What child of Israel could gaze upon the scene without a thrill of joy and admiration? But other thoughts occupied the mind of Jesus. When he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Luke 19 verse 41 Jesus' tears were not for himself, though before him lay Gethsemane, the scene of approaching agony, and not far distant Calvary, the place of crucifixion. Yet it was not these scenes that cast this shadow upon him in this hour of gladness. He wept for the doomed thousands of Jerusalem. The history of more than a thousand years of God's special favor and guardian care manifested to the chosen people was open to the eye of Jesus. Jerusalem had been honored of God above all the earth. The Lord had chosen Zion for his habitation. Psalms 132 verse 13. For ages, holy prophets had uttered their messages of warning. Daily, the blood of lambs had been offered, pointing to the Lamb of God. Had Israel as a nation preserved her allegiance to heaven, Jerusalem would have stood forever, the elect of God. But the history of that favored people was a record of backsliding and rebellion. With more than a father's pitying love, God had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. Second Chronicles 36 verse 15 When entreaty and rebuke had failed, he sent the best gift of heaven, the Son of God himself, to plead with the impenitent city. For three years the Lord of light and glory had gone in and out among his people, doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, setting at liberty them that are bound, restoring sight to the blind, causing the lame to walk and the deaf to hear, cleansing lepers, raising the dead, and preaching the gospel to the poor. Acts 10 verse 38, Luke 4 verse 18, Matthew 11 verse 5. A homeless wanderer, he lived to minister to the needs and lighten the woes of men, to plead with them to accept the gift of life. The waves of mercy, beaten back by those stubborn hearts, returned in a stronger tide of pitying, inexpressible love. But Israel had turned from her best friend and only helper. The pleadings of his love had been despised. The hour of hope and pardon was fast passing. 
the cloud that had been gathering through ages of apostasy and rebellion was about to burst upon a guilty people. He who alone could save them from their impending fate had been slighted, abused, rejected, and was soon to be crucified. As Christ looked upon Jerusalem, the doom of a whole city, a whole nation, was before him. He beheld the destroying angel with a sword uplifted against the city which had so long been God's dwelling place. From the very spot afterward occupied by Titus and his army, he looked across the valley upon the sacred courts and porticos. With tear-dimmed eyes, he saw the walls surrounded by alien hosts. He heard the tread of armies, marshalling for war, the voice of the mothers and children crying for bread in the besieged city. He saw her holy house, her palaces and towers given to flames, a heap of smoldering ruins. Looking down the ages, he saw the covenant people scattered in every land, like wrecks on a desert shore. Divine pity, yearning love, found utterance in the mournful words, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Matthew 23, verse 37. Christ saw in Jerusalem a symbol of the world, hardened in unbelief and rebellion, hastening on to meet the retributive judgments of God. His heart was moved with pity for the afflicted and suffering ones of earth. He yearned to relieve them all. He was willing to pour out his soul unto death to bring salvation within their reach. The majesty of heaven in tears. That scene shows how hard a task it is to save the guilty from the consequence of transgressing the law of God. Jesus saw the world involved in deception similar to that which caused the destruction of Jerusalem. The great scene of the Jews was their rejection of Christ. The great scene of the world would be their rejection of the law of God, the foundation of his government in heaven and earth. Millions in bondage to sin, doomed to suffer the second death, would refuse to listen to words of truth in their day of visitation. Amen. So I think, um, yeah, I kind of agree. Because it reminds me of this verse from Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. So just like what had happened before in Jerusalem, before the second coming, Deception, false teachings will be around us. Just like what Jesus warned us on Matthew 24. If, if you have time, I would recommend this chapter for us to read. For this is the signs of the time, signs of the end of time. 
that events that will happen before the coming of Jesus. And remember that we don't really have to be afraid of the coming of Jesus. We are meeting a God who loves us and has been taking care of us our entire life. So we should really look forward to his coming. And he told us, we don't really have to worry. Our lives are safe in his hands. He did promise that he will always be with us in the end of the book of Matthew. The Lord is pleading his children to come to him. Just like what we just read, the Lord had been pleading with Israel. Even on Ezekiel 33 verse 11, he said that, I have no pleasures in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways. Why would you die, O house of Israel? Yeah, the Lord cannot, you know, he cannot force protection upon people who doesn't want it. And tragically, Israel rejected him. Yeah, so the big question is, I don't know, I have this question that I had for myself after reading this. Have I been rejecting the place of love from God? Have I been hating and ignoring him? I think that's the question for all of us to answer. You know, have I been ignoring his precepts? Because the Lord clearly said on John 14 verse 21, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. <sighs> what a beautiful reading. I hope you are blessed, just like I am blessed. I'll see you. I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Bye!